0: All right, let's take a quick look back here at 2020. I know the calendar flipped, that I'm sure many of you out there, just like myself, trying as best as you can to forget about last year, but there are still lessons to be learned and data to be examined, and one of those pieces is related to jobs. Yeah, the province of British Columbia has been one of the actual leaders in Canada when it comes to reestablishing jobs that were lost when the pandemic first hit. And in the final month of the year in 2020, BC did gain only 3,800 jobs, but it does help to close the gap just a little bit more on the pre-pandemic job numbers from february so as the calendar flipped bc was down just thirty-three thousand six hundred jobs compared to february a decline of just 1.3 percent not bad when you look at it at a percentage point so to speak more on this please to welcome to the show the chief economist and vice president of the business council of british columbia ken peacock ken how are you today i'm good thanks how are you hey i am fantastic thanks so much for coming back on the show here in the new year Yeah, very welcome. Good to be here. Yeah, so I want to start by asking about that overall figure. We've been kind of talking about these, you and I, every single month almost as the the numbers have come out, as the province has put out its labor survey. And just the overall figure here, the province seen a decline of 1.3% in employment since February. So without getting into all the chaos that occurred in the 10 months between February and now, uh, just looking at that 1.3%, it sounds almost like something that the province can sort of hang its hat on.
1: It's yeah, I, I like the way you've characterized it. Uh, there's definitely some nuances and like everything uh, context and, and some details are important as uh, always the case, but uh, no, to be down 1.3% just from where we, you know, stood February we we're okay. But by the time March and April hit, uh, we had had a really big, big whole 400,000 jobs at one point. Uh, so 1.3% is good. And the, the, one of the things that you're alluding to in your comments, it didn't quite come out all the way, is the fact that uh, this this 1.3% is the lowest uh, decline across all provinces apart from Newfoundland. So only Newfoundland has seen a stronger recovery in jobs. We have uh, outpaced all the other provinces here in B.C. And just to add one more little point to that, That's a little bit tidbit of good news. December, yeah, we were only up 3,800 jobs. That's not a huge gain, but every other province in the country saw employment slip in in December, so it uh, appears as though our more nuanced approach to closures and not as widespread business closures, as as was evident uh, in other provinces, helped sort of temper the the job losses and layoffs here in BC. And
0: and yeah, you you talked about comparing to other provinces, mentioning that Newfoundland is the one province that has done a little bit better in terms of employment gains and, and getting back to those pre-pandemic levels when compared to just the overall percentage points, um, is it significantly w- better in B.C. compared to other provinces, or are we sort of just a, a slightly better? Or is there any way to really phrase it compared to, say, like how, you know, the Ontarios and Quebec's so of the world are doing?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a great question. So the, the one province that eat this out, Newfoundland, they kind of, they got back to their pre-pandemic levels in terms of the overall level of employment. But I, I will note in Newfoundland and Labrador's case, the public sector played a, an outsized role in that. So uh, that, that, that helped boost uh, Newfoundland's performance. But no, when you look at some of the other larger provinces, Ontario is still down 3.5%. You know, this is quite a bit more than our 1.3%. Uh, and Alberta, the, the um, Prairie province is quite quite hard hit still. Alberta employment is still down 5, 5.5%. Five Manitoba, almost 6%. And Saskatchewan, almost 5%. So when you start looking at the differences across provinces, uh, not only are we leading, but we're leading by quite a sizable margin uh, compared to the other large, large provinces in the prairie provinces.
0: Who is continuing to be hit the hardest? I was looking at uh, some of the reporting data in, in what you had put out here earlier today uh, from the BC Business. Council, just looking at the job numbers in BC over the course of, of the, the past 10 months. And, and, and you know, it's something that it seems similar to a conversation we've held throughout this, as we have talked about job numbers. Is it continues to be youth employment that seems to be the, the most affected.
1: It is, yeah. When we, when we break out what's going on here in British Columbia, Look at the different components of the of the job market. The core working age group, the 25 to 54 year olds, they have actually returned. The number of people working in that group is is back to its pre-pandemic levels, and actually a little bit above exceeded its pre-pandemic levels um, when we look at older workers they're down a little bit but nothing to be too worried about really the pain in the labor market is now concentrated pretty much in the younger worker category those aged 15 to 24. employment's still down about nine percent for that group but again, uh, conditions were much much worse a few months back. So uh, this is an area that we worry about and keep our eyes on. But but are relatively uh, relatively pleased to see we're actually at, at the level we're at. And,
0: and I want to go back uh, to BC because uh, or sorry to to December BC uh, December in BC. And I hope that made sense. Um, you talked about the youth unemployment right there, right? And how they have continued to be the, the category, the age category that has been the hardest hit. And one thing we've often talked about when looking at the, the job losses in that kind of age group is the number of part-time uh, employ, employment seems to be down. But looking at December in B.C., it sounds like there's a, a, a little bit of a shift. So we talked about the minimal gains overall in terms of jobs, just 3,800. Yep. But it sounds like a lot more jobs are being added in terms of full time, which I think is pretty good news.
1: Sure. This is, and this is, you know, I I noted a moment ago that some of the details and subtleties are are often important to to explore in these job market reports. And indeed, the ongoing rotation towards full-time work, which you were just mentioning, I I think is one of those uh, one of those situations or categories. So what we've seen is in the earlier days of the recovery. It was really part-time. Uh, employers were bringing workers back on on a part-time basis, and we really saw very, very little recovery in that full-time category. But gradually, as the economy and the rehiring process has strengthened, we've seen full-time hiring pick up. And in fact, uh, as you were alluding to in December, All the jobs that we saw and then then a whole bunch were in the full-time category. And in fact, I think it was about 24,000 full-time jobs were created. But the reason we only had just under 4,000 jobs is because we lost 20,000 part-time jobs. So my read on that is, is uh, that is uh, a reflection of the fact that more people are, are now working full-time hours. Employers are having uh, people work longer hours. So there is just a bit of a, a rotation from part-time to full-time employment. And like I said, this, this is good news as, as the economy continues to strengthen and more people get full-time positions.
0: Yeah, that's great news. And that was one thing I really wanted to highlight and bring you on today to talk about is that increase in full-time employment. Because, you know, a lot of times when we've gone over the labor surveys from month to month, we have seen quite a bit in terms of employment gains. But a lot of it was coming via part-time employment, which, of course, doesn't uh, necessarily put food on the table for everyone. So I thought that was something that was really important to highlight. And I guess just while I have you here, Ken, I mean, I think I've asked you this question before. And I know it's super hard to ever answer, especially given a pandemic year and, and there's so many moving parts and who knows how long vaccines are going to take to complete the rollout and all that kind of detail that comes along with this whole COVID-19 pandemic, but I would assume that we're thinking and, and looking ahead this year and would be projecting that we'll continue to see more employment gains, especially when we're talking about some of the harder-hit areas like, you know, the accommodation and the food service industries that have you know, not really been able to regain their, their, their numbers because we're still not seeing that international travel, which is so important for a lot of those hospitality sectors, but I imagine we're expecting to see the recovery in terms of jobs continue to improve in BC throughout the course of 2021?
1: I I think so. I I would just offer a little bit of caution on the throughout the course. Um, The the first quarter here and maybe even the first four months of this year could be a little challenging. Um, BC continues to do well in terms of uh, the pandemic and virus cases, but elsewhere in the country and elsewhere in North America, we are seeing some setbacks. So there is some thought out there, some feeling that the first quarter could could be quite soft, but absolutely agree with you. After that, as vaccines become more widespread, travel starts to pick up again. I, I expect ongoing employment growth, and actually, May pro- hopefully, relatively strong job numbers. Uh, and part of the reason I say that in, in the second half, part of the reason I say that is because we've managed to recoup this many jobs and actually had strong job growth in some segments of the economy, manufacturing, forestry mining, uh, professional services, scientific services, technical services, these areas. Uh, we've gotten this far without the lift coming from, like you said, travel, uh, other services, the accommodation sector. So when those sectors return and employment uh, b- bumps up in those areas, yeah, that's a, a setting a stage for uh, a fairly good second half of 2021, I believe.
0: Well, I, I think we'll end things there on a very positive note, Ken. Thank you so much for the time, as always. Appreciate you doing this. Sounds like good news is in store for 2021, although we might have to get through a bit of a, a, bit of a dark period here in these first few months. But I'm sure we'll weather the storm and come out uh, better for it on the other side. Thanks, Ken. You're welcome. All right. There is Ken Peacock. He is the chief economist and vice president for the Business Council of British Columbia, speaking to the latest job numbers that we are seeing. So for those who missed it, just 3,800 jobs gained in B.C. in the month of December. But we were seeing a big shift from part-time to full-time employment, which is significant. And uh, overall... Over the course of the last 10 months between February and December, so a 10-month period basically since the pandemic began, BC down just 33,600 jobs or just 1.3%. Putting that all into perspective on that percentage point doesn't sound too bad, does it? You want to how, hear how good we're doing relative to other provinces? Well, New Brunswick down 1.4%. Nova Scotia down 2.6, Quebec down 2.9, Manitoba's the worst off in the country at minus 5.8%. And then the list kind of goes on from there. But as you can tell, we are doing pretty well in relation to the rest of Canada. B.C. down just 1.3% in terms of employment since the pandemic began.